Howdy. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast, Episode 10, Survive the Ground. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What is happening, everybody? It's the Common Ground Football Podcast. Let's say it again. Huh? Say it again. Say what again? It's the Common Ground Football Podcast. That's right. This is a special episode. No. It's not the special episode, but it's special in the Common Ground Football Podcast because it's episode number 10. Ooh. We've done 10. That seems crazy to me. 10 weeks. Nine weeks. Yeah, nine weeks because we had one special episode in there. Mm-hmm. But still, nine weeks. And and we're still going. This is our first week without football. It, it seemed a sucks. little weird. Yeah. It was... It was... Uh, itching on sunday i don't know about you but i was just kind of like um it seemed a little strange to not have pro bowl something to to do and there really wasn't anything jimmy grapp signed a big deal he's how we'll get into it but it was a big deal it was a huge deal (laughs) good for him though yeah that's awesome anyways um so this is the common ground football podcast this is episode number 10 uh i'm brian mclaughlin i'm the seahawks fan i'm andrew guzman i'm the cowboys fan who's producer this week because i once again can't see him because of how i'm sitting we're producer less this week we don't have anybody this week nope we're We're on our own we're on our own is that because we couldn't what happened to josh he just didn't show (laughs) it's not good no and then don't do that don't yeah that's not good for your job well that just means we're free to do whatever we want so that's pretty cool lots of sound effects oh gosh we could go crazy (laughs) with sound effects we could go crazy fm dj on everybody but we won't. Um, so this is the first first one after the season is all over. Uh, we're through the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. We're <laughs> we uh, we're still upset. Not, not so much the not so much for it, the franchise. Just still the fans. You what, still just see pictures and stuff coming out. It's like, come on, guys. Didn't Jerry Jones have uh, something to say this week? Kind of similar to. Did you see that? Mm. He said something about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. We'll have to look that up. If I had a producer, I'd have them looking up. But once again, we're on our own. Yeah, bummer. Um. So yeah. So first, the the season's over, and uh, this is going to be our first venture into our off season plan, which is <laughs> pick a subject, talk about it for a little bit, and then call that a day. But first, <laughs> want to remind everybody that we are available on iTunes and uh we're loving itunes it's awesome apple podcast sorry yeah yeah we keep messing that up yeah apple podcast our bad do you ever fear that someone from apple was like listening no that would be awesome if somebody from apple was listening (laughs) to be like these guys are awesome (laughs) we need to put them on new and noteworthy right now uh someday we're hoping that will happen for us tim tim cook can we we need these guys on do you know tim can you get him on the phone sure can you seem to know people. I've just noticed in the nine weeks I've been doing this that you have <laughs> you have contacts and you know people. I'm still waiting for Des Bryant to come on our show. He's Me co- too. Yeah. He just said, well, he's, does he not text you back or? No, yeah. He's busy. He's busy. He's quite busy. <laughs> um, so we're, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about Apple Podcasts more at the end, but uh, just like we like to do, thank you so much for your support. Um, the numbers are growing. Yeah people are listening um and hopefully we continue to grow and and it's a slow process but 
we're having fun and we're not going to stop doing it. So that's what matters. Really? Right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, this week, we're going to talk about a sensitive subject to a lot of NFL fans. NFL rules. And not like, Ooh. oh, dramatic. Not like, oh, the NFL rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like like a uh, 15-yard penalty. Yeah, like replay third down. Ugh. It's a sensitive subject because this season seemed to be kind of a tilting point. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Let's just it's, we're we're talking about catch no catch, the yeah. catch rule. Um and that is in everyone's mind as the the main one. I think um one of the things that I love about the NFL is as a major sport, at least they have a rules committee that looks at the rules mm-hmm. and they make changes all the time. There's always something every year where they make a change where baseball, you have to, you know, wait mm-hmm. <laughs> forever for anything to change because, you know, God forbid you. Do they do like a, like a voting thing though it's the same they do but it's they're so scared to change because it's it's the you know america's past right you can't change it but to be progressive in this world you have to evolve and as things change and you know well and i don't don't know if it was rules or just safety but i mean it took you know a little girl getting clocked in the face with a foul ball for teams to start maybe maybe we need to extend these the nets the foul ball nets and i've been going to games for years i mean for my whole life and at least i don't know for the last 15 20 years i've always wondered why there's not nets (laughs) all the way down the 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 baselines because you know safety yep so the nfl at least looks at their rules and makes changes now they don't always make good changes no and one of the things that really bothers me about that is they don't ever have current players giving their opinion or you know former players for that matter we've seen in plenty of post-game interviews press conferences where the current players they know their game even the ones that you wouldn't think are i don't want to say that smart but i mean there's they're knowledgeable yeah there's guys that i mean they know and if all you have to do is ask them and say hey what would make the game better and they're not going to sit there and, and come up with something that's going to make it less of a less of what the football what nfl is but they know um richard sherman is a my my guy richard sherman at least he's you know on my team for right now he uh say what you want about him he's very bright he's he's stanford and he he's he's super bright and he's one of the ones that he's very outspoken a little bit and a skosh uh, just just a touch um we're going to go over a bunch of these things. One of them, he even said uh, during, I think it was during the Super Bowl, he said that something needed to change. So you have a rules committee. Yeah, you need to listen to his everybody was else. His PI. Yeah. 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 So let's just dive right into it. Um, I see what you did there. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> so. Catch, no catch. Yeah. What is a catch? Do you, if I were to ask you to define exactly what a catch is, could you tell me? nope yeah that's a problem it is a problem and it's even more of a problem when there are six guys huddled around each other trying to figure out is this a catch or is this not a catch 
you have uh well because they don't know the rule either that's the problem it's like they well they know the rule but they don't know how to interpret what they saw on the field and mm-hmm. mesh it with the rule it needs to change it needs to go back to just simplify it make it as simple as possible make the game faster instead of always having to review is this a catch no catch did he catch it with did did he catch the ball and secure it and then did he get you know feet in bounds if it's you know in the end zone just just make it simple it doesn't a, need to be you know did he establish establish himself as a runner did he do this did he do that did he you know fix a do a rubik's cube you know just but what about surviving the ground andrew <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's secure as long as it doesn't hit the ground and leave you know like totally leave his possession i think that you used the absolute right word you said simplify because that rule as it's written right now and interpreted on the field Mm -hmm. and by replay officials and by anybody it's too complicated because there's too many little itty bitty sub rules on what makes a catch a catch when we've watched so many games especially this season where as a fan we want the call to be right Mm -hmm. but when we're all sitting there going that's a catch but they have this ridiculous explanation on why it's not a catch. That's just not how it should be. It mm-hmm. should be a catch. Um, we had controversy in the Super Bowl. We had controversy in the playoff games. We had controversy all season long with all sorts of games. Go back a few years, and what do we got for your team? I mean, you have the most famous one in my recent memory. Well, that is one that that's definitely one of the bigger ones. But the one just before that was Calvin Johnson. Oh, yeah. um, that kind of kicked everything off as far as catch no catch. But definitely the Des one. Because you could ask eight out of ten people, and I guarantee you they're going to say, yeah, uh, Des caught that ball. We watched that replay again. Was it last week? Mm-hmm. You showed it to me. It was during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right after, Bowl. yeah, right after Zach Ertz's catch, and they ruled it a catch. Ugh, I was like, uh, just. this is pretty close. I mean, I, there might, I know there was a couple minor differences, but Des, Des's was even more of a catch than his was. Luckily, Roger Goodell has already come out and said that they're going to need to look at that. Yep. That's going to be the big one because, like I said, that slows down games that, you know, angers a lot of fans when it comes to, well, I don't, you know, I don't even know what a catch is. It starts to make the instant replay. Um, I don't want to use the word useless because it's being used. <laughs> overused. But it's overused and it, it takes away from the purpose of it mm-hmm. like that's not what it's supposed to be and they I, I hope that they they do two things they decide what a catch is simply and then they also make some changes in what's a touchdown and what's not that goes right along with that rule. as far as well we talked about before um how and the super bowl is a perfect example he catches the ball and as he crosses the plane, mm, yep. ball hits the ground, yep. ball pops up. He still catches it after that. But I remember watching the Super Bowl and we're all going, uh, I don't know, do you classify that as a catch? <laughs> because they have too many if if you're a runner, as soon as the ball crosses the plane, touchdown. Yep. If you're a receiver, you gotta get two feet down, you gotta maintain possession all the way to the ground. Mm-hmm. There's again that yep. complicated yep. rule. 
if you catch the ball in the end zone, it's just, that just should be it. Or if, you know, they need to figure out how to simplify that as a whole and not make it. I mean, I don't know if the, I've heard a bunch of rumblings like, oh, they should go to the one foot down college rule. I like the two foot down thing. I think that makes it, it makes it more difficult. Yeah. And the it's skill of it should be yeah, harder. And the skill of those receivers to get that. Some of the times they get that second toe down and you just sit there and you go, how on earth did they do that? It wasn't a touchdown, but uh, Terrence Williams against Seattle 2014. <clears throat> Ring a bell. Why you got to do that to me? <laughs> wasn't a touchdown. Uh, no, but it was a first down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Salty. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine. That's okay. That was the year that the Des uh, caught it. But anyways, he did catch it. I don't like the Cowboys, but he caught it. So I would assume that when we come out to our rule changes, that that is the definitely the big one mm-hmm. that gets done this year. Well, and and again, that's what the NFL does. They it, make rule and it was changes. really it was weird though. I mean, it was almost like right after the Super Bowl, Goodell came out and said that he said we're going to revisit the catch rule. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, and they have to because it's ridiculous. What a what other. I mean, that's more of a rule, but as far as like any penalties, just what do you see that maybe could be improved or needs to change? I think the biggest one for me that annoys me um, the most is defensive pass interference. It ends up getting used as a, and and it should be, if the the rule is written the way it is, exploit it. If you're an offense, Mm -hmm. chuck the ball downfield, hope you get a flag. Yep. That's not their fault. Veteran quarterbacks do that all the time. All the time. And they should. But that doesn't mean that's the way the rule should be written. It it. I like the, the. I know you said that it should be harder. It's the NFL, but I like the college rule better. I I would like to see, and this is what Richard Sherman said during the Super Bowl. Um, I'd like to see it be a fifteen yard penalty. What if it was? What if it was like a just total? You know, the defenders just grabbing face mask or grabbing inside the collar. That kind of DPI. 15-yard penalty. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. It's pass interference. You go 15 yards. They're going to get the first down and go. None of these 80-yard penalties? Yeah. I just, I don't, it, it bothers me. I get that there absolutely should be a penalty. It should be a big penalty. It should be 15 yards, and it should be a first down. But there's no reason to, you just, I don't like the advantage that it necessarily gives to the offense. I want it to be more it's an offensive game. I get that. You can totally swing field position yeah. just with that one call. It, it needs to be evened out. I like good defenses. And Me too. Yeah, and those are fun to watch. And it's just, it's okay to have some rules favor the defense a little bit more than that than they should, or that they already do. I don't I, know. It I just, guess, and I guess, it, so as you see, you know, it's an offensive league, but maybe to even it out with, you know, the league taking away. They're trying at least to take away the vicious hits, all that business. Maybe to even out that, you do. DPI is 15 yards. But then on the flip side of that, you see defenses just totally being a lot more aggressive. So maybe. Because they know, well, you know, 15 yards is not going to be a 60 yard penalty. Well, maybe they then, well, maybe make it, you have a 15 yard. Uh, and I never understood why they don't do this already, but you can combine penalties. So why, no, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So you, you get a 15 yard for pass interference on its own. And then let's say, you know, if you push the guy or, or it's just a simple DPI, just get that 15 yards, move on. If it's a vicious hit, 
or it's like an over the top, which of course they would then have to define, but um, make it a personal foul on top of that and you get another 15. So it could turn into a 30 hmm. yard penalty. What do you think of that? I'm just, you know, spitting out ideas here. Sounds like we should be on the committee. I'll email them to Roger later. He and I are close. <clears throat> wow. Now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, it's, it's just, it, I mean, the game needs to evolve. It can't stay the same, just like with baseball. You know, you can't just stay stagnant. You got to keep, keep evolving and, and not just keep changing the rules, but just, you know, keep things simple. Now, right along with that, um, maybe possibly combining penalties or being personal foul. I'll ask you this because this has come up a lot this last season. Some people would like to see targeting from college moved up to the NFL. Move to the NFL. Doesn't that, doesn't that kind of already happen? Not the way the college does it. Well, I know with college it, but I don't know. The college one's weird because the first, the first, so I don't watch a lot of college ball, but it, the first time, the first time I saw the targeting was that last game that Joey Bosa played in, and I, I would, it was I was just kind of like, what is this? What? And they, you know, they do, and they go back, they do the review, then they come back, and then say guilty, not guilty, basically, and then you're out. So I don't want it to be targeting like I would hate it if they did targeting and do it like exactly like they do in college, where if they find it, it's a Definitely targeting you're out of the game. That's dumb. But you could make the penalty a little bit bigger, and I don't know how they would do it. But I mean, there's there's it's obvious when the when the guy is targeting when when he's going for the head. Um, well, going, like, going like, at a vicious hit with your shoulder on a defenseless receiver, I get that, but especially if there's a side, you know, if there's if there's a short receiver and a big tall linebacker who's yeah running full speed and the receiver ducks down, you know, the dude who's six, four is only gonna be able to get so low. Yeah. But you know, like Dennis in Ohio said, you know, perfect, but he's, he is a head hunter. Yeah. I think the you, the, one of the problems you run into is, and no matter what they do with the rules are never going to be able to do it perfectly with this because as a, you know, as a runner, or no, as the def- even as the defender, it happens so fast, and you change your body angle mm-hmm. so fast, you can't tell if uh, like a, a helmet to helmet hit. If that defender actually meant to do it that way, because you can't like go to ask him and be like, "Hey, do you mean so, to do that?" Yeah. So honest, be honest with me, man. Did did you did you mean to hit him like that? Because it's not like the defender's going to be like, "Oh, sure did." Yeah, <laughs> I hate that guy. He looked at me funny. He lo- <laughs> talked about my mama. <laughs> I lit him up. You can't do that. So, but a lot of calls get made, and you go, "I don't." I, I you watch the replays in slow motion, and and you, especially I if it's a quarterback. Yeah, I don't believe that he purposely went at that angle that way. That's the guy moved, and he adjusted his angle, and lo and mm-hmm. behold, that's how it happens. Yep. I don't think there's anything they can do about that except for, um, maybe educating the officials a little bit more, making the officials full time employees, so they actually, you know are better at their jobs. That's a whole nother subject. Yeah. Um, are there any rules that you would like to see changed off the top of your head? 
right now I is just get the catch rule right. That's the only one that really actually really bothers me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that that's the only one that really yeah. bothers me. And it's not just, you know, with the 2014 game in Green Bay, just you see it all, you know, almost every game you'll see a catcher that gets called a catch and you're like, mm, you wouldn't have called that last week for, you know, in this game or, or, you know, the flip side of that, they call it a no catch. And it, that's the one that really bothers me the most. And you need to see absolutely more consistency all the way around. And that's which, which, a problem, which is weird because anytime any call goes to replay, it's the guys that are in New York. Yeah, who so are watching it in super slow motion and should be able to make exactly the call that it is. Right, so what's their deal? Yet they still make them wrong all the time. Hmm. I, 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 I don't I, get it. And I wonder if maybe there's a little bit of, you know, if the no, guys in New York are telling Ed Hockley this, if Hockley says, nah, I'm going to go call it this. And I, I wonder if there's a little bit of that. I want. I remember reading the the final call is New York. That's hmm. that's their call. I don't know. I wonder if refs why get to bring, Why you got to bring up Hockley is because his muscles are so big. No, he's just dude's been there forever. That dude's huge. Huge. <laughs> um, in researching, here are a few that came up amongst the NFL community. And this first one I actually agree with because one of the things I have always loved in football, it's an exciting play, kickoff returns. Mm-hmm. I understand why they move the kicks to the 35 but I think it's dumb. It is trying to be safe. I get it. Well, then teams are still okay. You just kick to the goal line or kick to the five yard line. So, so why not put it back to the 30? Mm -hmm. Try and bring the excitement back to the game. At least at the kickoff, you're almost eliminating a, you know, a special player. It's pointless. You're not going to see, you know, um, a Devin Hester anymore. Yeah. You're not going to see, a um oh what's his name philly uh i don't know x charger saint i don't know God. that dude my brain's not working <laughs> you y'all know who i'm talking about yeah somebody tell that'll us. pop into my head and then i'll just blurt it out yeah that'll happen no you're right it eliminates darren sproles there you go it eliminates <laughs> it eliminates a position and yeah. that's and kickoffs are exciting they're super fun and they can change a game completely yeah so no, I, I, when they first did that, I was like, okay, well, this is kind of, this is kind of lame. Yeah. Well, because in that, I remember that first season that they changed that every kick was through the end zone. Mm-hmm. All of them were touchbacks. There were hardly any returns whatsoever. And I hated it. And then I got a kicker named Blair Walsh who couldn't kick it to the end zone anyway, <laughs> if he tried. So we had a lot of kick returns against us, us this year because <laughs> he can't kick. Um, Isn't that his job? It is his job. That's okay. the crazy thing. His okay. job is to kick and make field goals. You know what I always thought, wondered though? This is a total sidebar, but about kicks. This is like, what What if they uh, they added incentive to the kick? Leave it at 35, and if the um, kicker can get it through the uprights, you get a point. <laughs> I always thought that too. Why not? Um, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. It'll never happen. No. But they'd be cool. It'd be kind of dumb because then, it, I mean, I don't know. You get a point. Hey, that you never know. A lot of games are decided by one point. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like the overtime rules. Um, and I was a big fan. I was a big fan of when they changed it from sudden death because that always seemed kind of, 
whoever got the ball. I mean, obviously, you, yeah, you got to have a good defense to stop them. I mean, it just sucked that it um, the field goal counted in sudden death. Yeah, I agree. And I, I don't mind necessarily how it is now, but part of me, when you if the first team that gets the ball goes scores a touchdown and the other team never gets a chance to touch it or even try, I get it. You're depending on your defense to make the stop, but I don't, you get, you I, get, I just get wishy-washy well, on it. You get, you know, you get a freak kicker like, at, um, at that point, Greg Zerline or who, or, um, who was the guy in Denver that kicked like the, you know, 64 yard or 63 yard. Um, you know, you have a kicker like that and they boot that. Oh, okay. Well, crap. Oh, we just lost. Well, I agree. Kicks should absolutely not be uh, sudden death. Do you like? Do you like the the way the call that college does it? Again, wishy washy. Part of me does, but the other part of me doesn't because I feel like in the NFL that would take forever. It would go back and <laughs> forth because they're just better. The players are better. The offenses yeah, are better. True. Very true. Um, I I have sat for years and tried to figure out what a good overtime rule would be. And how, like, just format. Mm -hmm. And I can't figure one out. And there's much smarter people than me literally figuring it out. Do we not do overtime? Do you just, yeah, end in a tie, you draw? No, you got to have something. They're going to mess up seedings way too much. Yeah, you got to have something. And you're never going to make everyone happy with Well, everybody can gather in an undisclosed location and flip a coin like they did Friday Night Lights. There you go. Coin Mm -hmm. flip. That one and all have any controversy. Go Permian Panthers. <laughs> um, so you would leave it as is. Yeah, I like it. I okay. do like it as is. Okay. Remember, small changes one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not completely reinvent the league. Dennis from just because Ohio- the XFL is coming out. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't want to. That's the thing. You don't want to get like too crazy. Yeah. That's where that one point through the uprights would fit in. <laughs> not going to do it. Um, Dennis from Ohio, our number one fan. He wanted this one added he cannot stand when a flag gets thrown for 12 men on the field when the last dude is literally one foot already out of bounds and he's got one foot still on the field and ball snapped and that's 12 men he's making the effort to get off the field and he just barely doesn't get it and a flag is thrown that one changed to uh like it's like a touchdown call if he's got two feet in in the field play, in the field to play yeah 12 men okay if he's got one you know one on the i have seen that and that does drive me crazy too you got a guy who's got one foot out of bounds and one foot inbounds and they call it 12 men yeah i mean he's got to sprint off the field and just because <clears throat> you have quarterbacks that like aaron Rodgers who are smart are smart and he looks for that mm-hmm. i mean he literally but it's a it's looks for free it. free free yeah. play aaron is uh a ron <laughs> nice <laughs> well done there sir Aaron is one of the best at getting a defense to do something stupid, mm-hmm. uh, jump off sides, and then yeah, he'll. I've seen him millions of times. He looks to the sidelines, he'll see that guy, and he'll just quickly snap the ball. Yep, to get that. Free Doesn't ball. matter if yeah. if anybody on on the offense is ready or even knows what the play call yeah, is. He'll, he'll do just, it because he knows he's going to get a flag. Yep, it's free five yards. Why not? Um, are there any other of the? or any play any penalties that get automatic first downs that bug you you got like defensive holding i get that the holding one drives me crazy really yeah hey five yards and then an automatic first down really so make it 10 yards and automatic first down why not just make it five yards and not an automatic first down or you could do that 
that, that well, would be how okay come, that. well, how come offensive holding is 10 yards? Because it was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I asked because my team does that a lot. Um, Your team jumps off sides a lot. Well, no, I have one player <laughs> that jumps off sides a lot, and I don't expect him to be a Seahawk next year, so it's okay. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. What about any rules around challenges? Should you be able to challenge a penalty? <laughs> That's a very debatable topic. And a lot of me or or like a maybe challenge a you know DPI. I feel like you either have to make penalties reviewable from upstairs and it could be just a quick I mean the communication of the refs already happens. So it could be just a quick they look at it call down to hockey Lee and say, nope, that wasn't a penalty, pick up the flag. Or maybe you let the coaches challenge one per game. So they got to be really, really strategic about it and really, really thoughtful and go, is this really what I want to challenge? And I, and I bring that up because in the, yeah, it was, again, it was 2014, Dallas and Detroit in the wildcard game. They originally called on Anthony Hitchens for defensive pass interference. And obviously you can't challenge it, but a long time went in between when they made that call and then they just picked up the flag and it was really weird, but which it wasn't DPI. The wide receiver had his grip right in his face mask. But anyways, I, that would be one that you would, I think you should be able to challenge. How many? I mean, would you? I mean, how many challenges would you one, give a coach? Just, just one, one, one for penalty. What if they reviewed? If it's a, if they had a, a classification of like major penalties, so fifteen yarders, you know, the DPIs, personal fouls, that type of stuff, helmet to helmet, Hel- yeah, passer. they 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 had like a category for those horse and, collar, yeah, and those ones were reviewable from upstairs on their own, just like a turnover is automatically reviewed. Touchdowns automatically reviewed. Mm-hmm. Those penalties I, have a, I, have a big swing in the like they like you said can change a game. I can see that. So and again, then, it's quick. But they then, just, but then also, do you just are you just now or are you just getting too nitpicky? Maybe. Well, they're already doing that. There's flags flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the the they're the yellow penalty flags in games now are overdone they're everywhere all the time games seem to take forever just because a play happens and then you sit there and this is just us watching on tv a play happens and you sit there and wait is there any flags so what about not showing um a penalty every time make don't show the false start don't show the holding just they they called it and we're moving on just about the tv broadcast not showing it right well they're going to show it because that always bothers me when they you know that's they call it a false start and then they show the replay, and the guy didn't move, or or really on, the, on the defensive yeah. side, he got drawn over. Yeah. Or you have you, you get holding, you know, offensive holding, and then they look at it in the replay, and it's not a hold, not even close. Then you got the NFL controlling too much of their TV. That scares me. Don't show that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that there's there's yeah. definitely some improvements that can be made. Um challenges in general though um do you like how that system works now Mm, yeah wouldn't it be cool if i'm just throwing this out there what if a a coach got unlimited challenges nope when i say unlimited don't freak out i'm already 
freaking out. Calm down. When I say unlimited, I say the coach throws a challenge flag. He wins a challenge. Now he can make another challenge. No nope. challenge. But nope. the second he loses a challenge, he's done, but only for that half. Here's what happens. <laughs> coach challenges, loses it. Challenges again, loses it. Has no more challenges for the rest of the game because he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shouldn't they still get another challenge in the second half? No. Wow. No. Those are sacred. Save those. Otherwise, you're going to get coaches that probably never challenge. You're going to get a coach who will challenge all the time. All the time. And they get on a lucky streak and they've got they've hit four challenges in this game. So now it's like Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I get that. No. That's yeah, no. No, you're you're fine. Okay. This one <clears throat> I find this rule stupid, <laughs> dumb, <laughs> and yet it's benefited my team because my team, you know, is good at this. Fumbling through the end zone. Now, yeah, but what did they call that in that game? That but that was a Monday Night Football game, right? Seattle against oh, Detroit. It's, it's happened a couple times. Earl Thomas is really good because that one should have that one should have been a, a, pet, a touchback, not a touchdown, right? What did, they called it something? They weird. Called it a touchback. They called it a touchback. Mm-hmm. What should it have been? Illegal touch. Well, no, it's he. he when KJ knock, Wright touched he, it, he did knock the. Oh, that one. Yes, oh, that I know one. which one you're talking about. Yeah, well, that one should have absolutely. That was dumb. Not a good job by KJ there. Uh, yeah, he gave it a little high five. Dink. Yeah, yeah. Let me just dink. Um, yeah, that should have been right after the offense. Yep. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, guy gets down toward the to the goal line, and Earl Thomas comes up, and he does his little cry chop. Oh no, no, no! I, on, I am all for this. Run right on his arm, ball. It becomes a fumble, mm-hmm. and it goes straight in the end zone, out of bounds. And all of a sudden, it's touchback. And the other team gets it. Yep. No. Nope. No. I like that rule. Oh, that's that's. You're kidding me. Jeff Heath chasing down Derek Carr this year against Oakland. You know, Derek Carr jumps and stretches for the for the goal line, and Jeff Heath knocks it out, and he fumbles out the end zone. Don't fumble. Hold on to the ball. But again, they're they're trying to cross that plane. <laughs> yeah, but cross that plane with possession. That's not how it works. Don't you know what a catch is? <laughs> <laughs> No, apparently I don't. Uh, yeah. I, wow. I am okay with that rule. I thought that is not how I thought that would go. I thought for sure you would be like, oh, yeah, that rule's dumb. I mean, it, it's silly. It sounds silly. If but you, but if I you, like that rule. Okay. You're running down the sideline. You get tackled. I at was the, running. Gen A. You're tackled at the 40, and you fumble the ball out of bounds. You get to keep the ball. Yeah. And it goes back to where you fumbled. So but why why is it so different? That because you, the, because you fumbled the ball while you had it in your possession out of bounds. You when you fumble in the back of the end zone, you're fumbling into the team's end zone that they're def, uh, that they're defending. So so they get the ball back. That's not no no. They should get it where he if he if he fumbled it at the one and it rolls through the end zone and out of bounds real quick, just by the the marker, just by the pylon. Should go right back to the offense at the one. No, no. <laughs> what? I don't understand. No, like it totally should just. Yeah, no. And and like I said, this has benefited my team, so I should be all. I should be on your side on this, but I'm not. It drives me crazy. No. 
that, but that is one of those obscure ones that. But it's get it's happened. It's obscure, but the last few years, it's, it's happened more and more. Yeah, it has. And because of that, everyone's up in arms. Like, hey, it's a dumb rule, except for you. You love that rule. Well, I don't love it. I just it have sounds no, like you're just in love I have with no that rule. problem with it. it. Sounds like you just in, you're in love with it. That sounds rule. like whoever's running with that ball should uh, just, practice five points of contact. Oh God, ball security. But he's a runner. high and tight. Oh jeez, he's a runner trying to. He's because the the touchdown rule is so stupid because you have to just the tip of the ball just got to cross the plane. He's having to reach out to score a touchdown. Hold on the ball. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> no. <laughs> It should go back to the offense. Unless okay, it's my it team, should, and then it should go to the defense. Okay, it should go back to the offense, but they got to go back to the 50-yard line. So that I read today. So as I'm reading on these proposed rules that need to be changed, this, I mean, this one came up, and one of the guys said, if you don't want to put it back to where it um, was fumbled, like at the 1, put him back at the 20. Make him go back there. I could go for that. I, that would be... I would go for that. Okay. But then, Compromise. See how that works? We found... What did we find? Common ground. We did. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, no, because fumbling out the back of the end zone and putting it at the one, that, no. Nah, nah, nah. Well, it would go where they fumbled it. So if they fumbled it at the two and it rolled, we'd go at the two. Oh. Fumbled at the three. See where I'm going? Yeah, but then, okay, now you're reviewing to see where he fumbled it. Well, yeah. We he do. fumbled it at the three or the two? Ooh, the three and a half. <laughs> Uh, are there, before we, you know, wrap this up, cause I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I can't think of any other rules off the top of my head. Is there anything else you no, can think of the, off the top of your head? No, none of the big ones. No, I think that no matter what they do, we know they're going to make changes. Mm-hmm. They need to, they need to get current players, you know, ambassadors from, you know, teams. I agree to help with these decisions they're in the game and they're in the game now so they absolutely should have a voice mm-hmm. i agree and i think the the other issue is is those crazy yellow flags over the place like we said you know people they want the game sped up so with the rules comes the penalty flags yep. they need to figure out how to change just to calm that down a little bit because it does make watching the game if you want to know why uh, NFL ratings are down. I looked back at the the games I turned off this season, and the ones I turned off not because they were crappy teams. Maybe the Browns were playing. I mean, it honestly came down to I got sick and tired of watching a flag getting thrown on every single play. Mm-hmm. Let the boys play football. If it is an absolute obvious penalty, yes, throw yeah. the flag. Yeah, but it should not be. It should not be – we shouldn't live in a time where every time you watch a big play happen, you can't get excited until you wait to see if there's any flags. Yeah. And that's what happens now to the point where even the broadcasters <laughs> – No flags. They, yeah. There are no flags. And then you can get excited. Yeah. And that's just not the way it should be. Yeah. And that, that's, uh, that bums me out, and I hope that they change that. Besides, so. besides rules, I have a – you know, obviously have a big problem with the NFL's uh, – suspension policy and all of i mean that's a whole nother show i mean just today why would you have a problem with that weird why would i have a problem so Hmm. strange let's see because i'm about to get passionate here so we have you got kareem hunt today accused of pushing a woman outside of his hotel 
Okay, accused. No charges were filed. Filed. Now it's the NFL's turn. Your move, Roger. You're going to suspend him six games. He, you, you know that uh, someone is in his ear telling him he has to. He'd be better because. And then you had and that ear. Someone in that ear is Jerry Jones. <laughs> and then you had. Then you had a few months back Jarvis Landry with video proof of him doing what he did. Mm, nah, we're not going to. Not even. Not even a fine. Meanwhile, you have one of your biggest rising stars in Ezekiel Elliott, who had. You know, n- nothing, nothing happened. I'm slapping with six games. Weird. He still uh, was in your top five of jersey sales, and you raked in all that money, had no problem with it, and I'm done. <laughs> are you sure? I'm just. I'm let, done. Are you sure? I, you can keep going if you'd like. No, I'm good. <laughs> but they, they, that is something they need to address. <laughs> they need to address that suspension policy, their personal conduct policy, all of that. Roger needs to get taken out of it. it that needs too. To, it needs to not be his decision. Well, he needs to not be commissioner anymore. I don't have a problem with him being commissioner. Okay, but he doesn't need he, he doesn't need to hold all the power. There, yeah, yeah, I agree there. There should be a committee that decides the punishments. It should have nothing to do with him. It shouldn't be one one definitely one person. Yeah. No, it's it's that it should not be this all powerful guy that you know makes the decision on cuz would you say he's uh remnant of uh maybe an emperor that we know of or very fond of that we're fond of? Well, maybe not fond of, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's possible. Um I agree. Suspension policy needs to be looked at because, again, just like the catch rule, it's too complicated. There's too many inconsistencies. And, and Nobody knows what the rule is. Right. And you haven't defined it. And even then you've tried to define it, it doesn't make any sense because every suspension seems to be different based on just what Roger Goodell thinks. Yep. And that's not right. No. And I don't even like, you know, well, I like actually like Zeke, but that's breaking news to me because I had no idea. I didn't even see that today, that Kareem Hunt. Yep. That's, he better get six games. Yep. Holy You're, crap and a half. Your move. So uh, yeah, <laughs> you okay? I'm good. <laughs> we love when he gets passionate. We're coming back down. We love it when he gets passionate. We gotta get passionate about something. We don't have anything we have to look nothing. forward to. I mean, we have the draft, or not the draft, but the combine in a few weeks. With that passion, though, tell me what happened in Cowboys World this week. Mm, nothing really. Wow, not a whole lot. Anything? Nothing. Rumors. That's really about it. It's that season. It's rumor it's season. It's rumor season. You got a um, couple rumors. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he wants to possibly leave Denver and come home to Dallas. Um, he uh, Former SMU with uh, Cole Beasley, um, which is actually interesting because Beasley, there, there's, there's another rumor. There's could be talks of maybe letting him go or maybe trading him now that they have um, Ryan Switzer, who they drafted last year at North Carolina, I I would keep Beasley. I really I really like him as a weapon, so we'll see. But Emmanuel Sanders, that name's been thrown around. Obviously, Earl Thomas, that one's been thrown around. Can't have him. Um, well, that's not your decision. Um, I have pull. <laughs> um, but as far as any coaching moves, nothing news come out. Um, yeah, it's just been. Don't you love this time of year when it's uh, what I like to call reckless speculation season? Well, which is interesting because did you see that whole article that came out about uh, Brady and the Patriots or that reporter? Somebody called a reporter and just said, hey, I have this scoop and listed all this BS. And this guy published it and then found out that it was all fake. I didn't see that. Oh, it was doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to be a journalist nowadays 
Um, cause you have to quadruple check your source. Oh, and yeah. If you don't, you're in trouble. But it's, and, and as a fan, you know, make oh, yeah. sure you're following good sources follow. So, I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, follow Mike Fisher, if you're a Seahawks fan, follow who, you, who do you follow? I follow a lot of people. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, who's, who's the one that's always consistent and oh, always God, they're s- seriously, are they not that good in Seattle? So many. No, there's just, I, I literally get my, my Seahawks news from a variety of people on Twitter. I mean, I, but I, I vet everyone I follow. Um, I actually ended up a couple of seasons ago getting rid of one of the, um, there was a, there's a sports, um, news site that I can't stand because they jump with stories too quick and get everyone hyped up by headlines. And then come when it comes down to it, it's either not true or ends up not happening. They take reckless, reckless speculation to a whole other level. And so I, yeah, I just, you gotta, you gotta be careful on who you follow. And that'd be the same person who, uh, not a person. It was an, an actual news site. Are they all based in Connecticut? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, I'd like to work for that company one day, maybe. So, um, Bristol. Yeah. Maybe in Connecticut, Bristol. I don't know if anybody's listening. Probably not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I just, I got to laugh this week because on the Twitter box, it's story after story about, um, it's just opinions. It's just what people would like to see happen. Yeah. Wouldn't this player do really well here? Like to see in free agency. Like Wouldn't, to see in the yeah. draft. Like Would, to see that. Yeah. This player should go play in this. But can you imagine this player and this player playing together? Like it's not even a, like nobody, they're just making it up. Yeah. It's not even true. Um, on the Seahawks side of things, what happened? Cam Chancellor, his, uh, the deadline for his next year's contract came up. So his, his contract, his salary for next season, fully guaranteed. I kind of expected that to happen. Um, again, I'm holding on to that, just that sliver of hope that he comes back. And if you're going to take a cap hit anyway, take it. Um, Richard Sherman came out and said he expects to be a Seahawk next year. I think that's, yeah, I still expect him to be moved. And then, uh, I trade, guess, trade deadline moved. Yeah. Hmm. I expect him to be traded out of, out of camp. I don't think, I don't think he starts the season as a Seahawk. Wow. Actually, the biggest news is uh football related but at the same time it's baseball related my quarterback was traded to the new york yankees weird it's so strange and it was really fun that day to watch people get reaction because people would just say hey russell wilson got traded (laughs) and then it'd be like oh my god what happened to the yankees I remember, I remember that was the same thing once he got did he get drafted by texas or did he get he traded got, to the texas he got yeah he was drafted by the, the rockies and oh the rangers the yeah. rockies and then he was traded to the rangers and the rangers just traded him to new york and the rangers have had him had him for what Couple, like three years, years yeah. four years yeah and he's go, and he you know and russell goes to spring training and he has fun and he you know it's a photo op and he gets he loves baseball and he gets to play some minor league baseball but he's a career 220 hitter nobody i mean who cares i'm not worried about it i don't you know what if he was like a career 319 hitter? Well, you know, somebody brought up that he might be using it as leverage because, you know, he's got two years left on his deal and he's now with the Yankees. And so he could be like, hey, you know, if you don't pay me tons of money, I could go play baseball for the Yankees and they'll pay me X amount. But they'll I'm sorry. Pay but me double what the, the NFL Yeah, will. The, the Yankees aren't going to pay you $25 million a year, Russell. I'm sorry. So it's a story. But it's not really a story. <laughs> Nobody cares. Anything else? 
No, we really don't have much this week. No, as far as Dallas and Seattle no, it's news that, goes. Yeah, well, it'll be kind of slow until we hit. Uh, well, the combine starts up pretty soon. Yeah, and then we got the draft, really, and that's well, free agency. And I'm thinking next week we might get into some draft talk. Ooh, it's a little early, don't you think? Nope. Got a lot of players out there. There are so many players. All right, so. As always, we need more subscribers. Always. And we need more more, more and more and more. More and more and just keep going. So we are available. On iTunes. Apple Podcasts. There you go. Well, you can get two podcasts through iTunes. So I didn't say, you know what I meant. We are on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we are on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're on TuneIn. Are we on anything else? Am I missing? Uh, we're soon to be on Spotify. Soon to be on Spotify. I applied. We'll see what happens. Um, I think you got it all. You can listen to us on your smart home devices, your Echo devices, and your Google Home, Google home devices. Um, that's awesome. That's really fun. And uh, literally all we need you to do is, is what you're doing. If you're a new listener, please make sure you go subscribe. And down- thank you for listening for yeah. the first time. Welcome. Subscribe to it. Download them. Set it up on automatic downloads, please. Um, listen. And then just give us a, even a, even just a rating is fine, but we would love some reviews and, um, and then share it. Tell your friends. That'd be great. Tell everybody, no, share it with the whole world. Worldwide. Worldwide on the worldwide web, (laughs) the interweb. Um, we are all over the social media world. We are on Twitter at common ground FBP. You can follow me, Andrew Guzman, at Andrew Guzman CGP. Brian, where are you at on Twitter? I am at Wenatchee Seattle Sports Fan. Please give us a follow. Send us a send a mess send a message. Give us a tweet. Follow us on there. Yeah. We're I feel like we we actually put out some quality tweets. Right? Quality tweets and retweets. But Do a yeah. lot of retweeting. Oh, yeah. A lot of liking. We're also on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash common ground football podcast. And our website is always a place to go and and check out more info about ourselves soon to be some really cool pictures on there you can find the website at www.commongroundfootballpodcast.com and if you don't have any of those platforms that we talked about before the podcast is always available to be listened to on our website thanks to the uh, blueberry podcast network yeah yeah so so what do we have coming up later this week so this week we we decided we were going to do uh, another special episode later this week Ooh. And, um, I don't, I mean, I don't want to give too much away really, but I mean, the subject matter is we're going to step outside the box a little bit and, um, well, I mean, we're going to, you know, talk about something unique and different. (laughs) 